Well, it's another episode of the uh, 222 podcast, and uh, it's a little bit of a mobile studio today as we are coming to you from Robbie's new fancy Jeep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing a little mobile episode as we uh, head on down to uh, meet some friends and uh, enjoy some uh, brews and some food at the Troubles End Brewery tonight. I'm ready. So our uh, our drinks and snacks portion, or our drinks and food portion, will be you know us talking about what we tried I like that. at the brewery. I like that. All right. Should we get going? Let's do it. Let me put All this. All right. Go ahead. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Did you take the plug out? Yes. Oh, yes. I did. Thank you. <laughs> are, you, are you at all worried I, about leaving I, with the plug-in? I thought about it every time. Like, when I'm in a rush, <laughs> I thought about it every time. By the way, it's smart that they put it on the driver's side. Yes. Because if it was on the passenger side, you would oh. totally, totally do it. Because at least I always have to step over it. You know, yes. Like, yeah. And it's in front of the driver's door, right? Correct. So that's yes. actually very smart. I get, I'm going to guess that numerous people, when these first came out, at some point, because I... I recall a lot of plugs like on the back. Yeah. Like or in the, the front of the car yeah. too. But it's near the mouth and the butt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean could, just like nature. Could you get any more man made than yeah. that? Where uh, can we stick it? Let me plug it in the front, sweetie. Oh, oh how about the back? <laughs> it's my birthday. Somehow so you can plug them in both, both at the same ends. time. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. If you have that, two is, that is normally for like milestone birthdays. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like fifty or something. Yeah, yeah. That's so, that's a big day. I got that to look forward to. Yeah. Um all right, before we get too deep into this, um, <laughs> this is just gonna be me here real quick. Um if you don't know, I'm no longer at Soul Joel's. Um I, I got let go. At the last second, I, I, out of nowhere, that's the truth. I, that's all I'm going to say about it because it's gone from a great job that I really enjoy working with everybody who's there and, and, and what I was doing. And I, I love the crew to just um, gone and just uh, no communication. So it's weird. I don't exactly get it, but there it is. I'm not going to say anymore because things have been weird. So, anywho, how was your time? Because let me tell you how my week went last week. <laughs> Monday night, well, Sunday, I get a call. I'm thinking the week is starting out as probably as good as it possibly can. I get a call on Sunday from my old boss, Jim, GM Jim, and he invites me to the Phillies, game six of the NLCS. They can come home, clinch their second straight World Series, and he says, oh, by the way, the tickets are in row three behind the visitor's dugout. Good Lord. And I don't know how we got the tickets because, trust me, I know what you're all thinking, and I got a lot of comments about how much money I must be spending on tickets. They were not expensive. Uh, I mean, they're more than normal, um, but they were the, – the first number was a two, and it was in the low twos. So I don't and know how we got them. I mean, for that, your seats for were those amazing. Seats, I, I don't know if you can get those seats in the regular season yeah. for that amount of money. So they, it was great. Uh, the game sucked. It was awful. But you know what? Going down there, I still had all the confidence in the world. They take care of it in Game 7. Situated my whole day around on Tuesday, watching Game 7. Came home, watched them lose, and then Wednesday I got fired. So, <laughs> I, I thought of that too. Like I didn't even want to joke about that. I'm like, you're having a hell of a week. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we did not do a show last week. All on me. And uh, there was just a bunch of other little... Anything that could and would go wrong last week went wrong. I'll just tell you this, we um, had the opening night for the Royals mm. at uh, Santander Arena and um, they wanted me to go in the dunk tank. So they, oh. they asked me to go in the dunk tank at the pregame block party and they told me it was going to be for charity. 
Well, something must have happened. I don't know if they couldn't find a charity, if they couldn't get enough people. I don't know. But when I got there, there was nobody taking money. It was an intern running it. And sure, he'd have them throw two or three balls. But then he'd just let the kids come up and hit the button. Oh. So the poor guy that was in there before me was just getting absolutely annihilated. And he was in there for a full hour from 4 until 5. I was scheduled to be in from 5 until 5.30. So I waited until exactly 5 (laughs) o'clock. Brilliant. Got in and just got pummeled for the first 10 minutes. And then eventually, as I'm getting in and out, in and out, in and out, underwater, above water, above water, underwater, constantly up and down, I go to rub my eye to get a little of the funk water that's in there because God knows what... The other people who have been dunked. Uh-huh. And it just it's gross water. It's just gross. It's, it's stagnant. Yes. It's just sitting there. It's from a hose. It's awful. Contact pops out. Oh, no! <laughs> it pops completely out of the eye. <laughs> You're so not going to find it or put it. want to put it back in your no, eye at that point. No. So now... I've got one contact in and one contact out, which means your depth perception is all effed up. So I was like, I can't stay in here because I'm not going to be able to climb up out of the tank onto the seat. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to hurt myself. So luckily, the guy who was in before me is one of the more well-known fans. And he was in line to dunk me. Okay. So I had to call him back into the dunk tank. So he was in there for like two hours. <laughs> oh, poor guy. And I had to go stand by the street in my swimsuit in Reading on a Saturday afternoon in October. Thank God it was warm. I know. I had to stand out there and wait for Julie. Wet, by the way. <laughs> Just the amount of people who drove by me thinking, what is that guy's deal? <clears throat> I mean, it's Reading, so... I guess they don't think much yeah, of it. They don't think much. That's yeah. kind of safer. Normal. You're probably right. Of yeah. all the things they see in Reading, probably me wet in a swimsuit, yeah. soggy, is the least of the worries. But poor Julie had to drive me new contacts. Because I didn't take anything with. Yeah. Why would I? I passed that point. Like, yeah. the first, like, six months, I brought glasses and, and solution and everything with me everywhere I went. But I've not had... That's the first issue yep. I have had since I had trials. Uh, we were driving to the NFC Championship game at my buddy's house. And one contact ripped in my eye. Yeah, I remember that. You remember that? I remember that. Just out of nowhere. Just, your eye is dangerous. And that was the only other time that I've had any issues. So, uh, poor Julie to do that. That 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 was basically a perfect just finish to my week. Yeah. It was just a, a crap week. Just a crap week. Yeah. I listen. Any weeks like that are the worst. I mean, anything. I mean, life changes. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's awful. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah, and, uh, probably not handling it <laughs> real well. It's I didn't handle it real well, let yeah. alone you, and it didn't really affect me at all. Yeah, but not from an... You got angry. Yeah, I just, I'm an angry man. Yeah, I've just been like... I can't stop thinking about it. It just goes around in my mind, and, it's, and I think about that, and I think about the whole week. And it's yeah. just like, how does that all happen God, and then, in one week? And then the Diamondbacks lose then, too. But I, I'm fine with that. The Diamondbacks are not that good. I know. I just... I can't believe they lost that game seven. Phillies just kind of fell into a slump. It's it's a it's it's a bummer, but you know what? We got to play to the second last series of the year. Yeah. You know you want your team to win a championship, but I look at it from an entertainment standpoint and yes. I still want them to win. We got to watch them play baseball as long as baseball was played this year, and this year they made it all but a week. And you know, I'll tell you what, they could have beat the Rangers. 
Oh, yeah. A good Phillies team that we were playing at the beginning of that Arizona series could have easily beat the Rangers. Well, they did the um, odds after every, you know, as the season goes on, there's odds of who's going to win the championship. Yeah. After the season is over, they do take all the playoff teams, and then they do those odds on who's going to win the championship. And they do that every round. And once we got to the NL and AL championship series, the Phillies were the favorite to win the World Series. Yeah. By a good amount. Yep. I, and then I, got I, completely... I, that kind of bummed me out. Houston, I think, want to give him a little bit more of a tro- trouble than than the Rangers. I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not, I don't follow either one of them, but just watching the postseason. Rangers were so hot, just yeah. so hot the way they were hitting the ball, and they lost their arguably their best player in the last two games of the World Series, and still won, still won easily. Yep. So they were like the Phillies were yeah. in the beginning of the playoffs. They were yep. just extremely hot, and they carried it through. And you got to tip your cap to them. So it was a bummer, but. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. We're heading down. Uh, here's what you, here's what here's what you learn when you lose your gig. You become a lot more popular. <laughs> People want to take you out for beers and the like. Yeah, that's uh, nice. We met up with Alex uh, last night and Jody down at Rural City. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And tonight we're heading down to meet Jude and Mike, and uh, should be a lot of fun. Never been to Troubles End before. Hey, a sympathy free beer is, is just as good yeah. as any free beer. I don't even need free. Just like hanging out's cool. You know no, what I mean? free. You can You 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 know, you know guys. But I'm really upset. What you make it feel better as you buy me around. Yeah. That's how I would. Play. That's how you would play it. Yeah. I, mean, I won't buy you around, but I mean, <laughs> your other friends can. Well, you're driving. Well, that's true. Um. Hey. By the way. I might even use any gas, though. I just so. see this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your rearview mirror, which is just a video. Like, what happens? Can you switch it to a regular mirror? Yep. Okay, so if there would, if it would break. Yes, you okay. get it, yeah. It's, let me tell you, it's, every time I look at it, it freaks me out. It is weird, because I've been staring at it while yeah. we've been talking here. I mean, and by the way, too, it's, you know, like when they say, like, um, objects appear closer? Yeah. You can see people like pick their nose. I mean, oh, it's like HD? It, it is. I mean, clear. 1080p, baby. Oh yeah, baby. I could watch some <laughs> adult programming on this thing and be happy. <laughs> I could watch. While driving? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a distraction. Well, why not? Well, I mean, I mean, sometimes there's going to be traffic. Well, sometimes you got to occupy your time uh, yeah. and your hands. <laughs> This is, especially if you get a Tesla. Yeah. That has that auto drive. <laughs> oh, yeah, this has a little bit of auto drive in it. We know people have done stuff in those auto drives. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. 100%. I don't need... But, like, yeah. don't you spend time... Because I, I don't want to say I spend a lot of time thinking about this, but don't you spend time thinking about the fact that someone's had sex in space? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, the fact that nobody wants to come out and admit to it just makes me more sure that some you're not going to tell me that as curious as we are about all kinds of things including sex that no one has done the nasty in space by the way it's not even a pleasurable thing i think they did it for work. science yeah i mean i think they're like yes. you know they like hey you like this you know what i mean you're willing to be a little you know whatever and i mean 100 percent. i mean by the 100%. way too what are you going to do in that small thing that international space station. You know what I mean? You got, I mean, you got to pass the time somehow. I guess. Woo! I guess. But I'm just saying, you know that NASA put two people in a room. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. For the good, for the good of humanity. In case we need to save our planet in space, we need to see what happens. Hundred grand bonus if you do the nasty. In space. In space. Or you know, two people have done it up there just to say yes. they've done it. And by the way, you people do it on a plane, which is so gross oh. and so un. Uh, uh, personal and no, no, unprivate. Yeah, you know when you're up there in your own little tube of the uh, of the of the of the of the vacuum that is space. Yes, that someone's done it. Listen, I wouldn't even 
that'd be the first thing I do if I buy a Tesla. <laughs> oh, fuck him if you got to space. Oh, that too. Anything. I mean, that's why my brain goes right away. If that can, if sex can be associated with something new. Yeah. I thought about it and wanted to try it. Yeah. I, but that the space thing, I think about that more than I think I should. I think I would lose performance though in space. You know what I mean? I, well, yeah, I, lose, any, I gotta, lose my I lose my leverage. I, I was gonna say leverage is very important yeah. in uh, in that maneuver. Yeah, I, I would definitely lose. Oh yeah, there's no leverage. No, I mean I, I'm I'm I depend on my hips. Well, you know how they sleep in there, right? They yeah. they have like um, sleeping bags like velcroed to the side of the wall. Yeah, I couldn't do that. So you just have to both get into the sleeping bag. Oh, and then and then you can okay. do, you know the little it's not there's no gravity. You know what'd be cool? But though? at least you're kind of you in could there. say like you did on the ceiling. You just float up to the ceiling. You can do whatever you want. I mean, on the on the side of the wall. Yeah. That's awesome. Like exorcist kind yeah. of sex. Oh, you'd have to bring in a black light to clean that oh, thing. Oh yeah. Or oh, just be floating around. Oh. Oh. Okay. We. Got, yeah. This is taking. Oh, a, I didn't think about that. This is taking. I didn't think about that either until right now. <laughs> that took an evil turn. It didn't did. It? I took, somehow that ruined it. I need a shower. <laughs> just, two days later, you're just doing some scientific <laughs> experiment. <laughs> Something yeah. just hits you right in the eye. Oh. oh. And you realize what it is. Is that salty? salty. <laughs> All right. I did write down a couple things to talk about. Yeah. Um, I was listening to uh, Boomer and Geo show today. Oh, okay. Out of uh, New York. Uh-huh. I've said this before. I hate New York sports, but that show is so good. It is. I listen to it. And um, they were talking. I forget how it even came up, but it might be... The funniest thing you want to be on that side. You want to oh, be on that shit. side. Oh shit! My bad. Um, I, <laughs> traffic circles are confusing. Oh no! You don't want to go on that side. Oh, you don't want to go that way. Yeah. I thought yeah. you wanted to go that way. No. Oh, that's boy. I'm going to boy town. town. We're used to live. <laughs> See, that's why we need GPS. Sorry, don't listen to me. <laughs> I was going to the wrong place again. Um. Anyways, I don't know how it came up, but they were talking about terrible last names. Okay. And um, someone like had the last name um. Uh, what, uh, uh, a schmuck, a schmuck. schmuck. <laughs> and then there was like a, a Peggy schmuck that they found. Aww. They were looking up schmucks yeah. on, in the phone book, basically. And then they're just throwing out what could possibly be terrible last names. <laughs> like butts. Oh, that, yeah. All kind of nuts. Nuts. All kinds of stuff like that. And then Geo goes, just do me a favor. <laughs> we have people whose last name, because they're up in New York, they, they talk about the Mets, Daryl Strawberry. They know oh. there's people who have the last name Strawberry. Yeah. He's like, check to see if there's a Dingleberry. So they looked it up. And in Jersey City, New Jersey. Of course, Jersey. <laughs> Jersey City, too. Yeah, of course. There lives a woman by the name of Patricia Dingleberry. Oh, my God. Pat Dingleberry. <laughs> Patrick Dingleberry. Little Patty Dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel so bad for Patricia. But they were talking about all these names and then naming the first and last name and where they're from. So you know some of these people got contacted and said, your name was being said on Boomer and Geo this morning. But when I tell you, it was one of the funniest segments I've ever heard on terrestrial radio. That's awesome. I, I, I'll have to play it for you later because it is so funny. The thing is, too, I mean, can you imagine that poor woman growing up? No. Patty Dingleberry. Dingleberry. Oh there is God. no time in the world where you wouldn't get made fun of for the last name Dingleberry. Of course in Jersey City. The most Jersey City in the world. Jersey City. It really is something else. Uh. And, like, and I was, and they brought the, the obvious question, like, as far as, like, getting married and, like, taking someone's name. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're a, and I, I know it's not as, 
not it's like a hundred percent what everybody does now. Like it yeah. was back in the day, everyone took the man's name. Yeah. Sometimes we, I mean, we have a friend. I have a friend who took his wife's name because there was only two girls in the family, oh, so they didn't okay. want the family name oh, to die. That's nice. Yeah, Dan. That's why him and his brother have two different last names. Oh, that's nice. Um, and uh, you know, would someone having a bad last name keep you from? Not just dating them, but becoming serious with them if you thought they were going to want you to take their name. I mean, actually, no. I would be, like, ready to get married right away. For to a take dingleberry? Someone, yeah, like, no, if I was a dingle, if I was a dingleberry... No, I no, would, no, I'm saying it's the other way around. Oh, the other way around. You meet... Let's say... Oh. Let's say that you're not with Stacey... <laughs> let's say Stacey and whatever, you get a divorce. Yeah, well, that... that <laughs> I mean, odds are good. The inevitable. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I mean, that's... Stacey will be off the hook sooner than later. hard to imagine. I mean... <laughs> and then... And let's say that, right? And then let's say you, um... I don't know. You're just out and about and you run into this beautiful young lady. You find out her name is Patricia. And then later... Later you find out that her last name is Dingleberry. I mean, she has to have a thick skin because I'm going to make fun of her. Yeah. Something, you know, as long now, as she's okay with you're it. You're thinking she'll be a Lessig anyways. Yeah, But she's true. the last of the Dingleberries. Uh, so you, oh, so maybe I need to become a Dingleberry. She's the last Dingleberry holding on for dear life, Robbie. <laughs> holding on to that <laughs> chocolate starfish. It's just <laughs> scratching and clawing. So what if, you know, you're deeply in love. Would the name Dingleberry keep you from marrying her and doing what she wishes, taking your name, which would be a lifelong dream to keep the proud Dingleberry name alive? You know what? I think I would because I'm a showman. <laughs> yes, you would. Yeah, I'm a coxman. So I, I am would. Robbie Dingleberry. <laughs> so I would, I, I, to me, that would be great. I mean, I would, that would be awesome. I'm such a showman, that would be awesome. You'd be like an athlete. Every shirt you have would have your last oh, name yeah. on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Everything would say Dingleberry. I have like, like cereal D-berries. You know, like an energy drink, like, you know, Zoom, I don't know, Zoomy D Berry, you know. Zoomy D? Yeah, Zoomy D! Berry flavor, there we go. <laughs> I can taste the Yeah! Berry. I'm telling you, I'd market the crap out of that. Uh, I really enjoyed that conversation. So, That's funny. Um, I'll have to play that for you. And it's in the, if you want to download the podcast, it's the last, it's the beginning of the last hour of the podcast. Oh, okay. Which I think is the last segment of the third hour of the radio show. But if you just go to the podcast and fast forward to the last hour and just start listening, you will not be disappointed. It was <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Funny. I was like, and I was on a walk. And uh. it's always one of those times where you're walking and you're just laughing by yourself. Even though you're wearing AirPods, you look like a crazy yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm walking through Why I'm Missing <laughs> Park this afternoon. At least you were wet. No, not this time. <laughs> I didn't fall in the creek, which, let's face it, um, could happen uh, very, very, very easily. Uh, we are going to make our WWE picks later. Yes, we are. Don't yes. forget that because you uh, want a chance to win your Crown title Jewel. back tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Crown Jewel. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but DoorDash put out a story this week, and they put out a little bit of a, uh, I guess, I'm going to guess it came out in a press release, where what they're going to do is they are going to kind of base how quickly you get your food on whether or not you tip. Oh, that's wrong. So, we've now gone an even a step further where we're now tipping before we even get our food. And the tip is supposed to be based on service. service. So now you're doing this before you can even get your service. You're just paying extra to get the service now that you'd expect any other day of the week. On that premise alone, I would never use them. I've never, ever, ever used DoorDash, or what's the other one? 
Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's another one that's I've pretty big, I've used a too. couple of them, especially when I'm traveling. Like, if I'm at the hotel and it's late and mm-hmm. I'll be like running out, you know, I, they deliver to the hotel. But I never tip pre-delivery because what if the, what if the pizza flips over? You know what I mean? Like, or like stuff's awful or not. I don't get my stuff. Like, that I don't mind me, tipping pre-delivery, but it should not be expected. No, my thing is like that to me makes you want to do a better job. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, you know, I'm going to do the best I can to get the best tip I can. Now, listen, I know there are awful tippers out there mm-hmm. and that's not always the case, but I, you know, that's like also going to the restaurant and being like, oh, I'm going to pre-tip you and not yeah. knowing how, the, how my service uh, is going to be. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Now, I will say that when I go to like a local pizza shop mm-hmm. that has their own website and if I'm ordering delivery from that local pizza shop and I can put the tip in there and you have to put it in ahead of time on those websites a lot of time, I will do that. Especially if it's a, especially if it's a company or a restaurant I know I'm going to order from again because now... Like that tip will just be based on the last time. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't mind pre-tipping yeah. if it's a place I'm comfortable with. But like a DoorDash, you could that could come from anywhere. Yeah, you don't know who you're getting. No. You don't know what DoorDasher you're getting. And the restaurant means nothing as to yes. what kind of service you should expect. What also bothers me too is like we ordered food from somewhere and they asked for a tip, and we went to pick it up. They had the tip jar. Or they specifically no, asked on for the a tip? app. Yeah. That annoys me. Like you're just make like. I'm doing the work. Yeah. You should tip me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you're not paying a delivery driver. Like, no, if, like, I'm not trying to be like, but like, you're just doing your job. You know what I mean? Like, I'm with you. I, I can't stand the fact that everything is a tip now. It's like, what? Well, here is exactly what DoorDash, DoorDash had to say. The popular food delivery app is currently testing a new pop-up warning for customers, prompting them to decide whether to proceed with an order that lacks a tip. DoorDash clarified that its drivers have the freedom to select which orders they wish to accept and can view whether a tip is included before taking the order. As a result, if no tip is left, there's a possibility that it might take more time for a driver to pick up your order. Notably, DoorDash states that it can compensates drivers with payments ranging from $2 to $10 for each order with the drivers receiving 100% of the tips provided. So there you go. Now that's what that's the one thing they should change. You shouldn't be able to see the tip no before you take the um take the order. Yeah, you should just be like, okay, tip enabled or something. I don't know or not even that I think in my opinion. I, I mean it just again it's so here's the thing. You can be a crappy DoorDasher yeah, and still get your tip. And like the it's and like that's why I brought up the comparison of when I know I'm ordering from like I order from Bella's and why I miss it. Yes. Every time I order from them, I'll give a tip ahead of time because I know that I, it's usually pretty good service. Yeah. And I've always gotten pretty good service there. But you're right. I can order from the same restaurant every weekend and get a different DoorDasher every single weekend. So you are just tipping blindly. And once they have that. What is the any kind of uh, you know motivation to go ahead and give me good service? Well, also too, what's the urgency too? You know, to me, it's like yeah. you want to get as many in as you can because okay, if you order your food and I can get your food as quick as you can, I get a better tip. Uh-huh. Now they can take their time. Yeah, because they already got the tip. I got the tip. Like okay, I'm getting 100. percent I'll just you know, I don't know. That's that's wrong. That I, is just. I was shocked, and I think usually when you see one company in an industry test something like this and it's usually the biggest company or one of the bigger companies yep. that means the rest are now paying attention to it yeah it's like when 
airlines first started charging people for bags. Yeah. And then other airlines watched to see how it went and realized, well, we want to fly so bad and get to our vacations and our destinations that we'll sell our soul and do whatever you want. We'll pay whatever fees you want. We're not going to ask questions, or at least we're not going to ask questions too loudly. That's going to make us not do what we want to do for vacations and traveling. And I think this is going to have the exact same impact. I think you're going to start seeing this on those bigger apps all the time. And I, I really hope, I hope it hurts their sales. Like I think it's wrong. I actually, I don't like any of these apps because they take so much money from the businesses. Uh-huh. I was talking to a guy, it actually was Say Cheese. And um, we had, during the pandemic, we had food delivered when I lived in Muhlenberg from them. And then after the pandemic, you know, I, I, I said, you know, the food wasn't as good because you know, it's not, that's the kind of food you don't want delivered. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, you want that fresh right out of the kitchen. Like, yeah, we know. We got a lot of, and he said, plus, he's like, they take, like, 50% of the food sales. So, it basically is for places that don't want to pay a delivery driver, a delivery driver yeah. or have their own kind of online infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. So, they're like, it's insane. So, like, not only do they keep 100% of the fee, they keep 50% of the food sales, plus then the drivers get... All 100% of the tips. See, I think most people, and I'm putting myself in this because I didn't know that's how it worked, thought that those fees went to DoorDash, the tip went to the um, driver, and the rest of the restaurant got the rest of the money went to the restaurant. And you know, yeah, and that and during the pandemic, you know, people are they're desperate. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. 50% is better than. Well, also, Nothing, you, know? you wanted, it was the only way to get your stuff out there. People weren't looking for more work, and yeah. uh, nobody wanted to go, you know, do, do things. Anything, you yeah. couldn't, you couldn't have people in your uh, building, so you had to deliver the food to yep. them. So it was, they were, you talk about a rock and a hard place, and yeah. then once you set up that kind of a system, now people want to be able to order that way. Yes. So, I mean, it's, I, you know, I mean, it is, now they have their own delivery, you know, I, they get, they don't. They keep the fee, which I, I'd rather on that business, you know, keep that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I won't. I won't use them because it hurts the local businesses more than it helps them. I think, but that's just my opinion. But anyway, no, I, I'm I'm with you 100. percent I've never like used. I said is never like pizza is a delivery or burger, but like when you start ordering meals, yeah, they're not as good no. delivered that way. No, I mean, well, anything in a foam container starts sweating and it gets soggy. Yeah. Isn't it weird that it brought you out here? Yeah, this is kind of weird, man. All right, I thought it would take me down. Yeah, there's a way the to Michaels. go down further. Yeah. You know, it's Michael's and yeah, I yeah. Maybe there's tra- I don't traffic. I don't know. I mean, it's just it, it's literally probably half yeah. a mile. But yeah, it's just weird. I've never I didn't I'm, even know that came yeah. out. There. No. Anyways, um, one other quick story here, and then we'll uh, shut it down and finish this on the way home. Um, I don't know if you saw this. So AMC, I think it is. Uh, let me just double check that. I think it's one of the big movie chains. So whether uh-huh. it's Regal, AMC, whatever it might be, um, I just want to get that AMC. They are selling. $5 movie tickets. Yeah, I saw this. Now, I know they do that sometimes on like a Tuesday. Tuesdays, yeah. But this is a different animal. Oh, okay. They're doing a $5 movie ticket where you don't know what movie you're going to see. Oh. So they're going to sell a $5 ticket for every seat in the theater. And then people show up and everybody finds out what the movie is at the same time. Now, that's great if you know you want to see a majority of the movies that are in theaters. Yeah. A lot of times I go to the theaters and I look at what's playing. I want to see one, maybe two movies. If that. Even. That are in theaters. Yeah. But for $5, now, like, hey. you kind of lower your expectations. Let me read a little bit. I 
like that. Of what they're saying. It's definitely it's interesting. It's a gamble. AMC is offering movie tickets for fans at a cheaper price, but only if they don't mind being surprised. The movie chain announced its new Screen Unseen program, which offers tickets for just $5 plus tax. However, the movie remains a mystery until it starts. The chain said... Be the first to see a new film on the big screen with a surprise twist. The movie will be unveiled at showtime. So the theater, you just go into the theater. Yeah, yeah. You get your ticket online. Yeah. Like, or you get it at the front uh, desk, and you pay five dollars plus tax. So that'll be like five dollars and thirty cents or whatever it is. Yeah. Here in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and then you go in, grab your popcorn, grab your uh, Coke Freestyle, yeah. sit down, and hope to find out in the minutes ahead. What movie is going to start playing? Now the thing is, I wonder. I would. I would like to know how they pick the movie. Yeah. How like is it a movie that's maybe not doing well? Like what is their, or is it just like okay today we're gonna pick Avengers? Now I'm guessing that it's gonna be a movie in theaters. Like they're not gonna bring back Old Avengers. Movies. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because that would be. Yeah, that would be great. No, I think that for some reason that'd be worse. You'd want. You'd have to want to go, and you'd have to. You know, be a movie when your theater's filled with movies you haven't seen. Now, the other side of this is what if you go and you've only seen one of the movies in the theater, you're playing the odds, and oh, then that's the one movie they decide to show. Then you have that, to see yeah. it again. You almost have to go, like, make sure you haven't seen anything, something to do, you're bored. Or just make sure you don't mind losing $5. Yeah, because I mean, at that point, I mean, to see, I mean, maybe if it's something you saw and you liked, five bucks is not yeah. horrible. Or if it's something you don't want to see, you leave. It's yeah. $5. Yeah, oh well. Yeah, so maybe or, don't buy the popcorn until you see what yeah, movie it is. Yeah, or you sneak in, you get in there for five bucks and you go, not, I don't recommend that. I've never done that. Would you? Would you do this? No, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't do that. I'd be too scared they'd catch me. No, 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 no. Would you do the $5 oh, ticket? Oh, yeah. $5 ticket I'd do for fun. Yeah, just yeah. to see what movie it yeah. is. Especially, I think it would be fun if there's all bad movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, you and I just go, let's go see what the worst movie we can get. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know how, what I think would be neat, um, you know how one of the fun things about being in like a full theater and is when people like react to the trailers? Oh, yeah. Like they go, oh, like, yeah. or, like or boo, or like, yeah. what if when the movie starts, like half the theater goes, yeah. oh. Yeah, like you go shit. there for Barbie. He's like, oh, damn it. Oh, it's Oppenheimer. I thought I got the kids along. I got the kids with. Hey, Florence Pugh, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. How you doing? Uh, we're going to call this a, uh, a first half of the show. Yeah. And we'll have more to talk about, including what we ate, what we drank, the shenanigans that took place. I'm so hungry. I'm hungry, too. I'm starving. I think you're going to make a left up here. Yes, at the light. All right, very cool. All right, so we'll be back with everybody on the other side. Uh, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> you won't even know. You won't even know, because we're going to be back in... Just a second. All right. Back here we are. I told you guys wouldn't miss a beat as we uh, have finished our evening at Trouble's End Brewery in Collegeville. And uh, Robbie, you're... Uh, <laughs> Excuse Siri, please. Your, uh, your initial thoughts of uh, Trouble's End Brewery down there in Collegeville. Well, when we pulled up, I was like, why are we pulling up to a shopping... I got a weird community center... shopping mall you get that a lot with a lot of um craft breweries where there are some of them that are in very unique locations like we have oak brook 
in Berks County that is in a firehouse. We have Saucony Creek that is in a um, old train station. Yeah. Um, the other Saucony Creek's in a car dealership. You have a lot that a are Daewoo. In- that was a Daewoo was dealership. It? it was. Get out of town. It was a Daewoo. Uh, a lot of those are in like refurbished and reused buildings, but there's also some that are just in like random um, like strip malls and random like just uh, and the rent's shopping probably centers. Cheaper, it makes sense. Yeah, you know, I it's mean, not a standalone yeah. thing. But this is just in a shopping center. But I tell you what, they do really well. And apparently, before this was a trouble's end, this was um, a Appalachian Brewing Company, which I'm not a huge fan yeah. of. But um, once you walk in, there is a very unique sign, and you go up the stairs, and it is. When you walk in, you don't think you're when you when you're in the brewery itself, you don't think you're in like a shopping center. No, it's it, like you're transformed and you're right into a brewery. Yeah, it was great vibe. Everything was great. Uh, the beer was really good. Yeah, and they're one of those breweries that focuses more on pilsners and lagers yeah. and stouts, which than is IPAs. my wheelhouse. Yes. There was you know, the the only thing that was close to an IPA on the menu, I think. From their standpoint, I didn't look at the guest beers or the guest um, taps, the guest bottles, the guest taps. The only thing that was on their brewery from their own standpoint that was close to an IPA was a pale ale. Yeah. And I didn't even try that because we no. got to the Mexican lager and it was so good that I just stayed with the Mexican lager. That was delicious. I had an, Ita- an Italian. Ita- Ita- I had an Italian. I had an Italian Pilsner. The Italian Pilsner was, it was, I don't want to say underwhelming, but I didn't get... I don't know what I expected. Yeah, what were you expecting? I don't know, but... Like, there was no marinara. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I wanted a a mozzarella stick. Shouldn't this come with a side of meatball? (laughs) And garlic bread or garlic floating (laughs) or something. Can you imagine if it came with a side of garlic bread? But it said it had a lot of floral, like, floral, um, you know... Notes? Notes, and I didn't get any of that. But it was, I mean... Now, that being said, it was very good. So then I went to the Mexican lager. That was flavorful yeah. as hell. I had a, uh, I had the Peak Pilsner. That was the good. first one. Mm-hmm. And then the Mexican lager was my second. And then I had a, a third, Mex- uh, well, a second, yeah. third beer, which was my Mexican lager. But it was so good. And they, they served their Pilsners and their lagers in the big tanker glasses. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my gosh. So very good. And for the first time ever, I've heard of these. I've seen these. I've never had one of these. We did a milk pour, thanks to our buddy Jude. Yeah, and so weird. It was so weird. Like, so I mean, much foam. So much foam. Like, do it like a shot. I couldn't do it like a shot. Like, for once, my mouth was full. And usually, I, I know I can take a pretty big, uh, you know, yeah, volume. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's a really weird sensation to it's, do a milk pour. Jude wanted us to do them, uh, and he, he bought. So he's such a beer Jude. nerd. He is, and it, that's a very beer nerd thing. But you know what? As many times as I've heard about them... And read about them. It was nice to do one, and it was fine. Yeah, um, it's something I would do again like with buddies. You know what yeah, I mean, it was, it was a cool experience. Yeah. I I'm mean, a, if I'm a brewery by myself, I'm not doing. No, it. I prefer a shot of Fireball, but that's just me. I, I mean, I would prefer just to sip a beer. Yeah, um, but it's funny because it tastes completely different than the like normal beer. It's really odd. Well, especially because the beer that the milk pour was from was the same as the first beer I had. Oh, I didn't know that. So it was completely different. It was a peak Pilsner. So, and you did mention that you're going to get a completely different sensation from the milk pour than you will from the regular. Now, I wouldn't say completely, but from a mouthfeel standpoint and also from a taste standpoint, mouthfeel extremely different, taste slightly different. Yeah. 
Um, it was definitely a, a whole new experience. But it really is just like you went somewhere and they gave you a terrible pour. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's like, a bad pour on purpose. They've like <laughs> they've they've financially profited <laughs> from. But I don't know if they're making that much because it's only two bucks. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I it's a bebop. Yeah, it's weird. It's man. a bad pour on purpose. Yeah, bee-pop. I like that. Be, be, yeah, bebop. 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 Uh, but we had a great time. Uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about the pilsner that you had, the Italian pilsner? You said floral notes. As far as uh, just what you were expecting and what you got. Yeah. How would you describe it? The, the description I was, I would really thought it was going to be a little more flavorful, intense. It was very good, but I wouldn't say I could. I couldn't. I don't know if I could have picked that out from a regular old pilsner. Do you know what I mean? Like a side-by-side comparison. Yeah, I had a sip of what you had, and I'm not 100% sure that I could completely tell it apart from, like, the Pilsner that I had. Yeah, I couldn't say that this was a different, or this was an Italian-style style Pilsner. It was very good, though. I mean, I give it a, a strong three. Let strong me just, three. Let me read to you um, what this Pilsner was described as. Please okay? do, yeah. La Virtue in South Philly has supported our humble little brewery since we started brewing. Together we created an Italian pilsner, um, a floral lager made with a single decoration of pilsner malt and dry hopped with German sapphire. Unseen honeysuckle hidden behind cypress trees, tropical fruit skins near a machine-churning gelato, yeah. sweetened with apples from a faraway land. Like, I heard apples, I heard honey, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I got none of that. This is one of those instances where a brewery goes a little over the top when describing said yeah, brewery. they oversold it. Yeah. Um, with that being said, it was very good. I gave it a three. Like I said, solid yeah. three. It was very good. No problems at all. I mean... I don't. I wouldn't say oversell. I think there's a lot of times that, with craft breweries like this, when they describe their beer, they go way more into any kind of detail than the normal yeah. beer taster can tell. Yes, you true. know what I mean. Yep. They're talking like a. It's not sommelier. I know it's wine, but whatever a official beer taster is. Yes. That's kind of what they're. That's who they're reading yep. these descriptions to. As far as what I had, I had the Peak Pilsner. Which was poured off the Czech style side pour faucet, um, which is always a lot of fun. Uh, again, beer nerds. Yep. And this is where even I am a step behind, like a guy like Jude. Yeah. I care what the beer tastes like and then what the beer looks like. Yes. I don't care how it's delivered into my glass. Yeah, exactly. But there are beer people who get into that, so mm-hmm. more power to them. It was delicious. So if that if that affected how it was tasting, sure, m- more power to you. I'm all in. Yeah. But I don't know if it would have tasted any different out of a regular uh, tap. And I like yours better than mine. Okay. I mean, just, I thought... I did too. For a, I, that, to me, it tasted more like a craft brew, a beverage. You know what I mean? It had more flavor. Yes. Uh, your, yours was a little understated. Yeah. My, that Pilsner was, it was kind of dry. It reminded me a lot of that Victory Pilsner. That yes. I so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a little dry hoppy, although it doesn't, I don't think it says that in here. It just had that dry hop characteristic. Uh, poured off the Czech style side pour faucet, 100% Pilsner malt, 100% Michigan grown Saz hops. While walking the rows, your fingers held delicately waist high, tracing the contours of the grape leaves, <laughs> crunching white summer flowers below with every step the resulting whirlwind of fragrance so strong as if a chimera um you'll Mm. find yourself uh with eyes closed and head thrown back spinning with arms outstretched your chest as if it was trying to touch the sky i'm turned on i don't know about (laughs) you but i'm hot 
<laughs> it was delicious. Uh, but I think we can agree our favorite beer of the evening was the dark Mexican lager. The Mexican lager was so good. Uh, that was... The lime put it over just like we always say lime is underrated. Lime yeah. is such a good additional kind of... Um, shoot. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, when it kind of takes what you're doing and brings it up a notch. Yes. Shoot. There's a word and it's a simple word and I can't think of it right now because, you know, I've had three beers. <laughs> um, it's so... You know what I'm saying? Yes. I know what you mean. It just really lends to what they're doing. Yeah. Everything works accent, together. Yes. Maybe. Yes. It, really it, good. It, it, it's called Concheros, this beer. Uh, brewed in collaboration with Team Pistolas, uh, our cousins in Philly that have always offered great craft beer, a touch of darker malt, 20% flaked maize, gently hopped and served with a lime. The altar has been set with colorful flowers. Your costume fits just right. Your ancestors are waiting to dance with you. And it comes in at only 5%. It was it was delicious. I give that a strong four, yeah. four and a half. Really. Everything just uh, compliment. It's complimentary. Yes, that's Everything great. Everything yes. that goes, it's not the word I was looking for, but it's what I'm going to go with. Mm -hmm. Everything that they're doing complements everything else with this yeah, beer. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was good. It was a nice amber color. Oh, not it was dark, but light. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looked. It, it was darker than it tasted. It had a dark visual, but a light, crisp yes. sensation on your mouth. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was good. I had. Um, I only had two. I only had that. I only had one of those because I was driving, so I was. I behaved. Yes, but, I. I thought we were doing a third beer, the three of us, because Jude was one beer ahead of us, as he always, always is. Always is. Yes. Um. So I went with the third. If I knew you guys were only doing two, I wouldn't have ordered. A no, second. but it was good for you because you have longer. Like I'm driving now. So you I do. I have you. a little uh, leeway. Yeah. And I'm I, honestly, I could get behind the. Oh, wheel I'm good right now. now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was good. Yeah. So, but I mean. I, I get a strong four. What about you? Uh, the Mexican lager? Yeah, Mexican lager. Um, I will give my peak Pilsner that I had um, to start with, I will give that a good three and a half. Okay. And I will also give this a four. And you know what? I could be talked in if I go back, and I will go back to Trouble's yes. End. I love that brewery, and I loved everything that they had to offer there. I could be talked into upping the peak to a four and the Mexican lager yeah. to a four and a half. Yeah. And I mean, they Jude was showing me pictures on the Instagram that they have uh, during Phillies game or sorry Eagles game. Eagles games, me. yeah. They have the cheesesteak flight, three mini cheesesteaks. They change every Sunday, and he showed me pictures of them. I was like in love. Like one was like chicken cheesesteak with broccoli rob. Oh my god, I was like. In heaven. I'm all in. I'm all in. I can't wait to go back there, yeah. especially for an Eagles game and so check good. out that cheesesteak flights. That's a great place, too, and I'm surprised none of us did this. We probably should have done some flights. You know, I didn't even think of that. Didn't even think we should have. Usually the craft brewery. I, I even not. to start, if we just yeah. did if we just did each, if no. we shared uh, two flights yeah. and had eight different beers yeah. and then went from there. That's what I usually do at new, Me too. new breweries because I like to before I commit to a full yeah. 10 ounce or 12 ounce or whatever it is. Yeah, but we decided to just go straight in. Everything was great. I can't wait to try more. As far as food, oh. uh, we both went burger. Yeah. And you had a prime rib burger? Prime rib burger. It had uh, bacon, cheese. What sold me, Jude actually sold me on this, was the uh, onion bacon jam, which, oh, good Lord, just smother me in that and just slap my ass and call me Susan. It was so good. <laughs> oh, Susie. And it was so good. And Jude had me sold it. I was going to do the Reuben. Yeah. But he said with the prime rib burger, you can go to medium rare, which is how I like my burger. 
So. Yeah, I felt like an idiot because I'm so used to whenever you give a yeah. burger order giving the uh, temperature. Yeah, yeah. And I did not need to because I went the smash burger yeah. route, which is their um, Troubles Double or the Double Trouble. I yeah. can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was Trouble Double. Uh, but it might have been Double Trouble, uh, which is their Double Smash Burger. Yeah. And when I first started seeing about smash burgers, I was like, well, this is a trend that doesn't really affect anything. But man, when you've had a smash burger or two, so good. they're excellent. And look, a lot of things are overstated, but the way they smash those burgers down and you get that char on the edge mm-hmm. is outstanding. But what puts it over the top is the crispiness of the entire burger patty yeah. for your every bite that you have. And the caramelization you, at the, on the oh, outside. And then they put pickles on top, which gave it an extra crunch. That burger was out of this world. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm giving that smash burger, the double smash burger, four and a half. Yeah, I give mine a four and a half. I even said, and I can't even tell you the my top burgers, but that was one of my be- the best burgers I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, seriously, hands down. It was cooked perfectly. Every, not too much of anything perfect balance. It had arugula on it, which I'm not usually an arugula fan, but with, arugula. This, with the sweetness and the mm-hmm. that sour kind of bitterness of the arugula, oh my god, four and a half. I could be convinced of a five. I would get that again. Now the problem is I'm going to try a lot of things, but that was so good, I would get that again. Well, we were talking about this on the way into Troubles End in the same shopping center is an, uh, a Korean restaurant yeah. apparently, and my buddy Mike was there. Uh, he actually, him and Jude picked the place. And he was telling us that there is an excellent Korean place oh. in there. And every time he goes in, it gets the same thing. The hot pot. By the way, I would <laughs> 100% have trouble ordering anything else other than what I ordered at Trouble's End. That's my thing is, like, I I hate to go out to eat because everything's so expensive now. Yep. And you try something that you don't really like. Well, there's nothing worse than getting something you don't like when you're paying 15 or yeah. $20 for it. So this way, I know I like it. I mean, now, luckily, Mike, you like the Smash Burger. I would try that. Mike had the uh, Reuben. The Reuben, which I was that was my second choice. Drew talked me into the prime rib, but I mean everything on the menu. They had Brussels sprouts, French onion, mac and cheese. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, that sounds good because I love me some French onion soup. But I was they had a wedge salad. I love a wedge salad. There's so much on here that looked good. As just as far as what else I was considering. Um, I was considering, just let me go through it here real quick. Uh, first of all, I was looking at the wings because they have pickle brined wings, uh-huh. which um, uh, Jude had and said he didn't enjoy the general so as much. Mm-hmm. I was going to go with the hot sauce variety. I decided to hold off. They also have a brisket quesadilla, oh, which sounds out of this world. Their chili sounds very good. Uh, as far as their handhelds go, which is where we kind of lived, um, Mike had the smoked brisket Reuben, yep. right? That's mm-hmm. the house smoked brisket, pickled red cabbage, pickles, barbecue, spiced, uh, Thousand Island dressing, Cooper American cheese, grilled rye bread. I had the trouble double, that's two smash burgers, and then you guys had the prime rib burger. Also on here is a fried chicken burger, a port belly BLT. Jude said that was very good. Yep. Uh, there's a grilled cheese on here, which is Cooper American cheese. Uh, mozzarella, uh, sharp cheddar, grilled Texas toast served with roasted tomato aioli. Oh, yeah. And then you can add smoked brisket for $6 Hell yeah. onto that. Um, that might be what I would try next. The entree, they had fish and chips that sounded delicious. They sure do, and I love fish and Me chips too. for I $19. Good, and you know they were good fish and not like that frozen, yeah. you know, 
fish then. They had spicy pork tacos, mahi-mahi tacos. They had homemade pickles. I just was actually going to ask the guy, can I have a plate of pickles? Because they were so good. Oh, like, the pickles were excellent. They were like a little spice to them. Yeah. I really, I was like, can, can I just, can I have an appetizer of pickles? Well, I had, uh, for every sandwich you get, they give you pickles. Yeah. And yeah. then those pickles were also on my burger as oh, well. Oh, so you're lucky. Which were a great accompaniment love, to the burger. You know I love pickles. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with pickles, so... Uh, honestly, between the beers and the burgers and everything else, just the experience of being there, I can't give that anything less than like a four. No. And um, all that does, and you know it's a good spot, when after you go the first time, you're, you want to go back. Yeah, I, there's no negatives there. The only thing is the kids were hogging up the Frogger machine. Yeah. See, that's the only negative I had, little bastards. There was a Frogger machine there that is apparently free. <laughs> yeah. And I would have loved to own me some Frogger. Yeah, so other than that, I mean, nothing negative. Uh, Jude spilled the drink. Oh, my gosh. We sit down. Right away. The guy gives... Actually, we sit down. There was it, nothing it, on the table. I went for... I went to the bathroom. Yep. Water was delivered. I guess you guys ordered beer. Yep. And at one point, the guy came back over to get a second beer order because you and Mike hadn't picked yet. Yeah, we haven't picked. I, I made a quick look because <laughs> what I always hate is when you go to the bathroom or you go to the restaurant, you go to I was to you with somebody, <laughs> and that person runs to the bathroom, then the waiter comes over, and then nobody yeah. gets their order in. Yep. So what first thing I do when I sit down is look at the drinks, and then I tell whoever's left there if I got to run to the restroom what drink to order me. Yep. And that way I know that I won't hold anybody up. So I know Jude and I ordered drinks right away. He yeah. brought some water right away as well. <laughs> and then you couldn't get the QR code to scan. Yeah. So Jude, when he went to <laughs> when he went to pass you his phone to look at the QR uh, code scan, the menu basically, he accidentally spilled the water right onto Mike. All over the place. Who Mike. had his phone and everything on the table. Uh. <laughs> and then my favorite part was <laughs> afterwards, because we all threw our cloth napkins at Mike to help him clean up. Five minutes after we're all cleaned up, we look over and Jude still has his napkin around his silverware. He wasn't giving a roll. He didn't even know he did it. Nope. I had to point out the fact that he did, and he just laughed, which I had to give him credit. And then we got crappy paper napkins, and he was using this nice cloth napkin. Yeah, this fancy cloth napkin. Son of a bitch. I swear to God, freaking Jude. <laughs> that was a good time. Buddy. It was fun. Yeah. It was good. I will go back there for sure. 100%. And I just want to take this time to thank you and Mike DiMartino and Jude um, Adams for, uh, you know, throwing this out there tonight and uh, bringing me out. Here's what I will say, and I said this to you guys. One thing, um, you know, you learn who your friends are and who supports you. And um, I can't thank everybody who reached out enough for the support over the last couple of weeks. I'm going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Uh, we'll figure something out, but um, I will tell you the support that I've received, not just from friends, but also from listeners and yeah. uh, uh, everyone out there has been spectacular over this last week or so. So I, I can't thank you enough. It's been uh, challenging, obviously, but sure. uh, I wanted to thank all of you for just the messages. And again, the the, the, the people who I've received personal messages from, yeah. it kind of blows me away at times. And I, I appreciate everyone who took the time to either comment um, react or send me a message. Hey, you got a great brand. You know, f- from me, your number one co-host of all time. Absolutely. Um, hey, you'll get through this. You're going to lay on your feet stronger. You know, this was just a hiccup. And listen, hey, you know, and, and I'm not in this situation, and I would be just the way you are, but it's, it's, it's an experience, right? You did it. You took a chance. You never thought it would end this quickly, of course, 
But, um, you know, hey, Mike, Mornings with Mike is strong, and I, I have no doubt, and none of us have any doubt who listen to you and know your brand that, uh, you know, this is not the end of Mornings with Mike, for but sure. Everyone's been very, very, um, very supportive, yeah. so there you go. All right, hey, let's get to our WWE yes. Crown Jewel picks. Uh, Crown Jewel Saturday afternoon. Is it 1 o'clock? 1 o'clock tomorrow. I might actually watch it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like Steph yeah. and Joe are coming yeah. Out, yeah. yeah. And uh, I told him I would not watch it. I'll probably watch it twice because I'm a really good liar. Yeah. So I'll watch it and pretend and react because I'm good at that. Well, I know Julie has a thing tomorrow morning and then wants to go like, because it's supposed to be nice tomorrow, yeah. like work out a little bit in the afternoon. Yeah. So maybe I'll watch it tomorrow evening, but uh, let's go through it here. Sure. All right. Um, Champion's Advantage. Yes, sir. Goes to me. Sir. Um, we'll go through these matches here. As they have them listed on the Wikipedia page, I am going to, because they have the um, championship match with Roman Reigns and LA Knight listed yeah. uh, third or fourth, excuse me. So oh, we'll, we'll do that last. So yeah. I'm going to go through everything else the way they have it, though, okay? okay? Um, the first match they have up here, and I could totally see this being the first match, Sami Zayn versus J.D. McDonough. Who is desperately, desperately trying to become a member of the Judgment Day? Yeah, I mean, Sami Zayn—they love him in the Middle East. They really do. Well, isn't he's a he's, uh, Muslim? He's part Muslim. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, and the, um, so I—they love him there. He actually speaks the language. Yeah, I'm not sure what the language is to be honest. So I don't want to butcher that, but he speaks the language and everything. Um, I think Sami Zayn. Champions of Man. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna pick Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn. There's no way JD yeah. McDonough. Uh, wins this match. No. And Sammy needs a win. Yeah, Sammy needs a big win on a pay-per-view and over there. And I, now I don't get starting the pay-per-view with that. It doesn't make sense to start it with that. Yeah. But we'll see whatever order they end up going with. Next up here is Seth Rollins, the uh, champion over on Raw, versus Drew McIntyre, who is in the midst of a heel turn. Yep. Um, I'll just make my pick right away. Um, Seth has been the champion uh, of Raw ever since they introduced this championship, which has got to be, what, two or three months ago at this yep. point? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done a fantastic job. Uh, obviously, he has a bad back. I don't think he's going anywhere, but I do think this is the time that they take the belt off really? Seth Rollins, and I think they give it to Drew McIntyre because I think this is going to be a big Drew McIntyre gets help from Rhea Ripley and maybe even a Dirty Dom. I do think when this is all over, Drew McIntyre is on his way to being a huge member of the Judgment Day. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I didn't even think of all that. Uh, I'm gonna go Seth. I think they keep the belt on him to the Survivor Series to see CM Punk return at Survivor Series. I mean, this is all. If if he's coming back, I agree. But the way they're setting this up, I I just feel like Drew McIntyre is going to take. I it think here. you see the Drew. I think Drew destroys him after the match. I think it's a huge heel turn. He gets frustrated and he just absolutely destroys him. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll go. I'm going to go Drew. That's that's good. We're both going Drew. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going Seth. I'm going, going Seth. Seth. I still think Seth. All right, so there's our first difference. That first difference. Yep. Uh, you're going Seth, and I'm going Drew. Up next uh, on the card here, we've got Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. 
Uh, eventually, Rhea's going to lose the title. I don't think she's going to lose to any of these four women. No, uh, Rhea's going to lose the belt to Jade Cargill, in my opinion. It does seem that way. I think that's what they're setting up for. Um, as much as I would love to pick my girlfriend, Nia Jax, um, Rhea Ripley retains. Yeah, I'm going with Rhea as well. So so far, we only have one different. Up next, we've got Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul, who is just coming off that big controversial boxing win that he had uh, not too long ago. I think this is where Logan Paul gets the win, and I think Logan Paul not just wins it here at the U.S. Championship, but holds on to it till WrestleMania. So I'm going Logan Paul. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I really, I, I'm, I'm, let, I'm torn here. I, I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I just, it's hard for me to believe they're going to have two part-time belts on the same show. Yeah, I agree. But which, just, but I think you have to put the belt on him here. He's too hot. And he's he, too popular. He's lost like two. Yes. pay-per-view matches in a row if I'm not mistaken and he's very good yeah. like as much as I hate him he's good at this he's so very I, I go Logan Paul as well and I just don't see the point of keeping the belt on Ray and I can't stand Ray Mysterio so I, I, go, like... I go Logan Paul up next Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest uh, I think this is Cody's you know start of a uh, momentum building back towards getting into that title picture and not with Seth Rollins but with Roman Reigns uh, yeah. I'm going with Cody Rhodes I just I can't see I don't see Damian already is the Mr. Uh, Senor Money in the Bank yeah. I don't see anything he gains from winning this cleanly I'm going with Cody and, and just what you said he loses nothing by losing yeah you know I mean he can lose and he still has the briefcase Cody wins this one all right. Up next, John Cena versus Sola Sokoa. Um, they're making a huge deal out of the fact that John has not won an important match for quite some time. But he is about to go away for at least the next two or three months. I don't think you see him until after Royal Rumble. As much as I want to see John Cena win a match here, I don't think there's any way he wins this match. I think this ends up as a catapult to WrestleMania, where whoever he faces at WrestleMania, he gets his big win. He gets it on the grand stage. I'm going with Solo here. Yeah, I, I, a loss for Cena does nothing. They're also calling him the greatest of all time, which just helps Solo winning that match. It makes Solo eventually so turn on Roman. 100%. I, I agree. Solo Sokola wins this. Uh, the uh, second to last match, our penultimate, it's Io Sky, of course, with the rest of the members of Damage Control, Bailey and Dakota Kai versus Bianca, uh, Bianca Belair. Um, I have, yeah, go ahead. I, hmm. I don't know which way to go with this yeah. one. Uh, I really don't. Um, now, they are getting ready to start this new reality show with Bianca and Montez Ford. Mm -hmm. So maybe they want to have the title on her when this reality show starts. But she just came back. There's no story here. None. Other than EO beat her. Yeah. I I don't know. I, um, I'm going to go with EO. I just, I, yeah, I agree. Okay. Here, My thing is with this, too, it's like I don't care. No. Like, there's no story. She came back and I was in the title picture. Like, what? Like, it makes no sense to me. No. I 100% don't care. I think they keep it on EO. I keep I'm with you. So, right now, the only thing we have different is Seth and, um, uh... Drew. Drew. So, going to the final match here, Roman Reigns versus L.A. Knight. Yeah! Yeah! Um, I will tell you this. I love what they're doing with L.A. Knight. Um, from what I've 
been reading and listening to the Sam Roberts uh, wrestling podcast, mm-hmm. what he feels is going to happen and what makes complete sense to me is Roman Reigns wins this, LA Knight gets his first title at WrestleMania over Logan Paul. That that's where they go, where he ends up winning the U.S. title. Yeah. Um, L.A. Knight is in a very similar spot as to where Cody Rhodes was when he took on um, Roman at WrestleMania last year, where he's at what seems to be the tippy top of his popularity. But as we've learned, getting beat by Roman doesn't necessarily ruin your popularity. No, it makes it better. I don't think they're going to have Roman lose the belt after all this long at Crown Jewel. Uh, It just seems like this has to be one of the big two or three pay-per-views, at least Royal Rumble, I mean, at least WrestleMania, at least Survivor Series, at the very, uh, at least WrestleMania or SummerSlam, at the very least Survival Series or Royal Rumble. I just cannot see Roman Reigns losing here, unfortunately. As much as I'd love to see the belt on LA Knight, I'm going to go Roman Reigns. You know, if we didn't have the other one different, I would have picked LA Oh, come on! But I want my baby back. (laughs) So I'm going to go Roman, but this is how I would book it. If The Rock is truly coming back at Mania, what I would do is I give it to L.A. here. The Rock comes out and costs him. I don't think it's happening, but that's how I would book it. If I had The Rock, Rock comes out, Rock costs Roman, L.A. wins. You set up L.A. versus Cody. At WrestleMania. Well, who's the I, I think bad guy? I don't think you have bad. I think it's just the baby face. Two baby they're, they're, faces? They're huge. I think, I think Cody wins a Rumble again. Or Elimination Chamber to set it up. To get him over to SmackDown. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think... I, 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 that's how I book it. I don't think any of that's happening. I think Roman wins clean. Um... You know, he cheats, of course, to win. Obviously. You know, so, you know, and it, so clean-ish. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, no, I don't want to say clean. Roman wins over L.A., and uh, L.A. moves on. I think I think Sam has a good point there. Um, or he or L.A. wins a Royal Rumble and goes up against the world champion on Raw. Yeah. Um, You're going with Roman. I'm going with Roman. All right, so our it all comes down to, Drew to and Seth, Seth and Drew. And you got Seth. I got set. The belt's coming home, Robbie. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. Everyone have a wonderful week. Uh, we're going to try to put together a, obviously, uh, run here like we always do of yeah. uh, shows in a row. So we'll be back with you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. We'll be back with you with another edition of the 222 Podcast in just a bit. Bye-bye.